You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Until we plug in. Um, I saw the Patriots. It shaped my life. Did it? So we were talking about that. Hang well, on. in terms of being plugged in and, and I'm being nothing until then. Right. Yes. Hmm. Really? That, We've no, been dealing no. with those themes for like years prior to. No, wait. Hold on. When was the Matrix? Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Mm, don't think we were quite into Mage by that know. point. Hackers. But like simulacra, <laughs> simulacrum. Yeah, it's not really about. Fun. No, but I mean, but like hackers is like is is touching on like the technocracy and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Going that's, like that's like level one depth, <laughs> and the <laughs> exactly. Matrix has like level seven depth. Down yeah. around level seven, we're talking like Baudrillard's simulacra and simulacra. So we were talking about uh, John Wick this uh-huh. weekend, myself and Eric, and we were saying that like is like John Wick <laughs> succeeds at everything I think the Expendables wanted to do. <laughs> Like, being like, here's this washed-up action dude who is still kick-ass, and then, like, wasn't crap and hokey. Like, no, 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 no. Expendables no, no. was a you're in on the joke, and we're in on the joke, and we're all having fun together. But, but, but yes. I mean, John Wick was not But that. John Wick kind of is, because no. John Wick doesn't work unless it's a Keanu Reeves type playing him. Like, if it, if it was just, like, another actor and not, like, an aging action star, I don't think John Wick I works I disagree the pretty way. strongly. I think it Not the same way. It definitely adds it's, a layer. Yeah. yeah. It's still, yeah. It would still be a good film, yeah. but, like, there's that extra layer that, like, Keanu is, like, well, a washed-up sure, actor. You can say the same thing about The Expendables. Yeah. If it was just, like, a, a bunch, bunch of, of old new dudes. guys. No, a bunch of new guys being like, hey, we're... We're, we're old and grizzled. badasses. Yeah. It doesn't work. The Expendables is completely different. This used different. to be my playground. They should, that song should be in The Expendables. <laughs> like, while firefight going on, uh-huh. it'd be a great scene. Call Arnie. Yeah. yeah. Make it, no, it's Sly. Uh, it's Sly. Yeah. Arnie was just... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a cameo. Arnie uh, is too busy getting The Apprentice canceled, which is a matter of <laughs> national importance when the president is talking about the ratings of The Apprentice. I did read that he Ooh. said he would not come back to do the next Terminator, or perhaps that the whole Terminator franchise was over. Something like that. That's big news. Well, they already did as one with Well, I think... Well, yeah, they did. They did. No, not really. What are you talking about? Genesis? Judges? Yeah, Genesis. No, not Genesis. Was, he's in Genesis. Really? He's in Genesis. In he's the star of Genesis. The one before Genesis. Not Genesis. Uh, the, the Christian Bale one, but he's in, yeah, he's in it. Well, he's not in it. His well, face but, is in yes, it. Yes, exactly. But the Arnold Schwarzenegger model of Terminator. That was uh, Genesis. Christian Bale. No, that wasn't Genesis. You sure? Yeah, Genesis was, was the new one with... With Daenerys Targaryen and extermination. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, he's is it extermination? Right. It, mm. Closer, but it's not Exodus. it. Extinction it's, Day. It, it's the one where no, Deuteronomy. Is, is it Judgment Day? No, Judgment, judgment Day, day is two. two. Then three was crap, and Arnold was in it. And then it was, I think it was. He was in three. That's yeah. That's the real bad one. That's that, the, real that, bad that's one the fully retconned one. Yeah. Uh, it's great content. Yep. 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 <laughs> this is bothering me. I can't. It's the one with Sam Worthington and Christian Bale, and Christian Bale yelled at the guy and got all fucking... Yeah. I feel like, like I, I'm, I'm halfway through mm. watching that exact movie, and that was the one I was thinking of when I said Genesis before, because it just came out on Netflix, and, and I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Like, it's, it's, it's fun. The it's Christian fun. Bale it's, one or the... The Christian Bale one. Because okay. Genesis like is not... Is not Salvation. 
Salvation. That's, that's it. <laughs> anyway, so, it's like hokey, <clears throat> but like if if it didn't if I didn't have the expectation of it being like a Terminator Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle, I would have had a lot of fun with it. Like it's a it's a it's a pretty good sci-fi post-apocalyptic. Wait, which one are you talking about? The one with Christian Bale. Okay, Salvation. Yeah, Salvation for sure. So my... It's got my favorite moment. I didn't finish it though, so I don't... It's got my favorite moment early on in the movie of almost all the Terminators. It's when... Oh, when when he he holds up the the record? When he holds up the boombox. When he does the... uh, So the the big Terminator machine is crushing the city, or the gas station city, and uh, they're like sound activated, and he wants to distract it, so he puts the boombox down and presses play, and there's Guns N' Roses, and I'm like, "Ah, it's John Connor. He... Those guns and roses. Super cute. So that's like an interesting question, though, mm-hmm. right? Is that I, I have like this weird quadrilogy, I guess, of movies in my head that are all kind of related, and it's like Terminator, Robocop, Predator, and Aliens. Mm-hmm. Like a video game. They're like yeah, but also they're like they're like the eighties gritty sci-fi. Yep. Right. Where they fought each other in video games. They also fought each other in video games. That's yeah, exactly. But, together. but so. But the only one, like the, I'd say, the least successful of them, and the one without any like proper version of it that got redone was Predator, mm-hmm. right? Like other than AVP, Predator, two AVPs, two AVPs, yeah. But they're not; they're more alien movies than Predator. Those are like alien movies in like modern time, and Predator's like around. Like I don't find they're very. I've seen actually not even more, right? When does Predator ever happen without an alien? Alien. Predator, Predator one, two. one two. That's it. That, yeah, so that's <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm answer. saying. But like, he never got his like his due. I find <laughs> like Predator. I don't think ever got yeah. like to be like a real badass. I haven't seen them in fucking so long. Like, even in, in Predator yeah. one, he's not that badass. He's invisible and just picking them off one by one for the most part. And it's like yeah. more about the Marines. Predator two, he's kind of a badass, but it's hokey. Like it's pretty schlocky and it's more about like the gangs and stuff going around and predators just killing everybody but i was like man i don't I know like, that's that's seen in the subway that's well, seen in yeah hardcore. there's yeah there's not i'm not saying there's nothing good in predator 2 but i'm saying like compared to the, like robocop got remade and like i like that remake and i, I, I did too and i did i dug the remake like terminator became like a whole thing aliens became a whole thing yeah and then predators there's, just there's a lot of bad aliens though i'd say there's only really like one <laughs> four Four is awful. And th- exactly. The two AVPs are bad. Three is so bad that it makes two kind of worse just by existing. No, three's not that bad. Yeah, three's pretty bad. I don't find three that it's, bad. Uh, three is it's, three it's dog shit. Three is a poor a poor alien film. But if it was just like if I was just watching, it's so much better than four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but if, if three was just like alien in a prison movie without it being a xenomorph, you'd be like that was kind of fun. Like it's a yeah. big it's a big step down off the yeah, first two. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I actually just rewatched. Let's uh, save I, that for the end, John. No, no, no. This I'm, is for your editing. <laughs> oh, we talk God. about movies at like minute forty onwards. You can find quotes easier. I just want to. I don't want to do a whole big thing because you already talked about. We Alien didn't rank it two weeks ago. Oh, we did we not didn't? rank Alien. Oh snap! Then we're definitely. Not yeah, yeah, exactly. We yeah. got to. We got to. We got to circle back to that shit. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I find it just weird that like Predator didn't get his like. I just it's so weird. He exists like in yeah. in that space and everybody knows who he is. Maybe like the director who really wants to bring some vision to Alien hasn't come along yet and like everybody looked mm-hmm. at it and was like, Okay, it's just an alien who kills things. There's not much to this and like nobody wanted to embrace that enough to make it into a thing. So what director do you want to see make a new predator movie? What director could make a new predator movie? An amazing predator movie. Rodriguez. That, Robert Rodriguez. That Rodriguez is actually can make a fucking that's baller a goddamn fair predator. point. Especially especially like uh a competitor on earth situation. Like I mean like it's just where you want him. It starts in Mexico <laughs> and it goes in the jungle. Like it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be super sweet. Somebody's gotta pitch this shit to him because mm-hmm. 
And he'd do it on the on the cheap. Yep. And just I mean, and Predator is so easy to do on the cheap. You can be invisible for most of the movie. And man. they're they're making <laughs> they're making <laughs> Prometheus two now. Right. Oh so yeah. So Alien is back in the news. So you gotta they throw that thing into the Alien exactly. canon because that first movie was garbage. Uh, you know, it had a it. It was, but it had a lot of good ideas that just never kind of like came together. And I I'm, I'm happy he's coming back to it because it's. I love Fastbender. I yeah. love Fastbender. Fastbender was tragically. Yeah. Well, apparently, past, but in the like new Alien movies, Fastbender's in it, right? And yeah. apparently, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like early reviews and early things are good. Yeah. Except they said the same thing about, about the, the other Prometheus one. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that movie. I'm really bummed out that I can't find this. Yeah, yeah, it was a hot mess. That movie ended, and I was like, "Fuck that." Fuck everything about that movie. So shitty. I never even saw it. Like because like, the reviews were so bad, I was just like, <sighs> I was like, Bip. It, it kind of occupied that like the original Wolverine space for me, where I was like, you know what? No. Nope. <laughs> I was like, if, if it's if it's like associated with a thing that I like is near and dear to me. It's like there's like, there's like you, forty Deadpool. minutes of great movie, and then the shit starts to hit the fan, and you're like, how did you how did you get it all wrong? Ugh. How okay, did no one on. watch this? I just I, I need to give it a little defense, okay? They it you're right, the first forty minutes are great, and then it, it turns into a hot steaming fucking mess. I, I just Elba but, is great, like the the crew. But there are there are like ideas in the mess at the end that, that if those ideas were properly worked, it could have been good. And I, and I, maybe it needed more time in the pot or whatever, or somebody went in and fucked it up. But some of those ideas could turn into a great movie, and, and the second movie that's coming out, there's hope. I have it's, hope. You know what it is? As, <clears throat> it is Phantom Menace of the Alien pro- no. franchise. No. It's not, it is There's not some that good bad. ideas, and there should have been someone watching it going, you, sh- you can't do that. It is definitely not that bad. Definitely. Uh, what about the big wheel? Can someone explain that to me? There's like a big wheel, and people are just like running straight a big behind round, it instead of you know like turning right. Yeah. There's a big round ship. Okay. That crashes. Yeah. And it starts to roll as it's crashing, and everyone runs in a straight line away from it. Yeah. Until it kills them all. Yeah. It's huh. kind of the climax of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like a big wheel, and they're like, no. Yeah. Let's run. Let's run instead away. of like turning left. That's right. Nope. I'm so upset at myself, guys, because I saved an article that I really wanted to talk about, uh-huh. and I can't fucking find it. Sounds so, so <laughs> I'll find <laughs> it. While you're looking that up, yeah, I brought up the reason these four go together is yeah. because video game tie-ins. Mm. Uh, I had Terminator vs. Robocop on the Nintendo and Super yeah. Nintendo, and that was a fun game. Sure, AVP is one AVP of AVP is one of the best first-person shooter games uh-huh. because it had three radically different games uh, and each game. one of them wonderful in its own way that captured yep. the spirit of its of its character yep. AVP was a wonderful title yep. uh, like I said I mean like they're, they're the books are dumb <laughs> so if we're gonna pitch a new Robo a Predator movie yeah. should Robocop be in it um, well I mean it depends like if where Detroit it's set. 2001 it depends where it's set that would be like a super Super fun, like they that would actually that would be up there with like the the Freddy versus Jason kind of situation. If they if they did, speaking of Expendables, like an expendable style, like eighty sci fi. Oh my mass. gosh, <laughs> Freddy versus Jason versus. Well, no, no, they're, like, they, they, they exist Predator. in horror. It'd be Terminator, Predator, <laughs> Alien, Robocop. Yeah. Robocop. Is there anyone else who would get like thrown in there for Starship Troopers? But they're not in the eighties. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like if there's any other movies that like kind of like stick out from that. Dread, group? maybe Dread. <laughs> Because if you uh, just you fucking Robocop, showed up, but you got Robocop in there, they're basically the same. No, come on. Oh yeah, no. 
Is there anyone uh, else? Is there anyone else that we'd have to throw in that mix? I feel that there's someone. We're missing like something. A group of Ninja Turtles, like <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah, and like Batman. Here we go. Michael Keaton's Batman. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton as Batman. <laughs> 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 just shows up. <laughs> that movie would be like delightful. Ah, oh, God. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So check this out. So Val Kilmer, guys. Have you been? Have you read Ooh, about this? Good segue, Batman Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer, I get, he's not doing anything. Have you no. heard about his like weird creeping on Kate Blanchett for like days on end on no. Twitter? So okay, here's the sweet. He's like Kilmer started off his bizarre rant on Friday by claiming he once flew to the actress's native Australia to see her, only to be met by her husband Andrew Upton. Once I flew all the way to Australia just to talk to Kate Blanchett. Her husband met me first, or instead. I guess, to be accurate. Wow. <laughs> other other tweets. He followed up a few minutes later by writing, and recently I've had two dreams with hashtag Kate Blanchett in them. Her husband was not in either. <laughs> then he tweeted this picture. This picture, you guys. Just took a selfie of himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look it up, listener. Old sad wrote, Val Kilmer. Oh, that was the picture that was the her husband met me. Yeah. He just took a picture of sad his own face. He's so, like, I don't understand. He just lost his mind. She's an amazing person. Some superstars aren't. Some superstars don't do a thing to you in person. Kate is so real, it's almost unreal. Actual Gal Kilmer quotes, he was, when he then revealed that he once forgot his lines while acting alongside the mother of four because he was so dazzled by how she picked up a shovel. (laughs) What movie were they working on together? I don't know. He just said once I did. He said once I did a cameo just to hang out with Kate Blanchett. She picked up a shovel on our scene. I was so dazzled by how she picked it up. I forgot my line. Val Kilmer, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, and I'm wondering. Do you remember that movie there? Yeah, the Vice, the Vice Vice movie movie where like Val Kilmer like played himself in that weird short. Yeah, and he he goes in like a roller disco and he talks about motivation and seeing being the change you want in the world. He goes on this huge long speech. Maybe it's for real. Maybe that was all. That was like 100% pure foul. Or he's possibly like reprising that character in life. Like, I can't. I mean, like, I mean, okay, hold on. Or here is the more magical option Val Kilmer is actually a creepy 16 year old teenage stalker boy. Maybe. She's just as amazing. Okay, what was this one? Hang on, hang on, hang on. There was another one that I wanted to try and find. I've never done or written a single idea that wasn't on the highest respect of admiration for Kate Blanchett or any other great talent. Like that, he's never done. That's what he said. <laughs> I've never done or written a single idea that wasn't of the highest respect and admiration for Kate Blanchett. So does that mean his entire career is like an ode <laughs> to Kate Blanchett? Like, real genius is a very different movie. <laughs> his Batman, his Batman is an ode to yep. Kate Blanchett. Uh, anyone who thinks I need to curb my enthusiasm for a rare artist doesn't understand how difficult the job is and how we artists count on your, the respect of our peers. She will back up every word I say and love that I say I love her. I would love an actor I didn't even enjoy if he flew th- the world to talk about a role. Just rambling, apparently for days. Like This was like over the course, like Friday and like finishing up on Sunday, just like taking to Twitter to be like, man, you guys, Kate Blanchett, am I right? Lost a bet, maybe? Maybe with Kate Blanchett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay, for the next seven days, Scott, if you lose this bet, you have to serenade me on Twitter every hour on the hour. Like, I like, hope we would do that. I yeah, uh, that sounds great. I, I hope. I really, really hope there's more. Like, there's like a joke, and he's breaking not just, news. He's not soon. just a weird creeper. Yeah. Mm. Huh. 
So yeah, Val Kilmer. And then I, then it got me. Will that change your admiration for Top Gun? No. Can anything? <laughs> and then I was thinking about when was when was the last like majorly successful Val Kilmer vehicle? Mm. The so Saints. That was a long was a time long ago. The Saints, and then Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and that's that's well, about I, it. Oh yeah, that well, was he's, fun. he's done things, but I don't think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang counts as a major vehicle. I think that was like a no, fun. No, the Saints was definitely the last yeah. vehicle. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. When was that? 2002? Two? Two? One? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was Like when Orbital was still cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. The thing that, the, literally the only thing that sticks out in that movie for me is the... Uh, really like, good soundtrack. That, the Orbital, the Orb, and Sneaker Pimps. That yeah. doesn't stick out for. to me in the same way that the, uh, like the big uh, Sony Ericsson with a keyboard phone does. And you're like, it's so cool. It's like the, the like, gray side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has like a, a like a Sony Ericsson with like a slide out keyboard, and the thing is like I don't even know how big the like size of an iPhone six, <laughs> size of a Note with a slide out keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so big, and everyone is like, you don't you don't really get a whole lot of Sterling Archer though without Val Kilmer and the Saints, tactile necks as that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Val Kilmer invented tactile necks. Yep. I feel yeah. like I'm getting it mixed up with another. Uh, with like Boondock Saints or something like I don't I don't have this mem- this thing also clearly in my head. And Boondock Saints, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> they were turtlenecks and that stuff too. So what are you guys? What are you guys playing? What are you guys? I guess watching TV wise. Um, so last two weeks ago mm-hmm. we were having a conversation and you called me super cheap for not supporting horror movies by subscribing to Shutter for five dollars. I don't think you actually used those words, but I think that's pretty much what you were saying. And right. anyway, you were right. So I subscribed to Shutter and I watched a genre horror film that was like heavily featured on there for the last couple of weeks called The Devils. The Devils? Do you want to talk about this at the end of the show? Or do I? I don't know. You well, no, but literally the, just asked like, me this to is talk for you. about what it. I said, I said, what are you watching that aren't movies? Because oh. <laughs> I was going to say, cause we, this is for you for editing. It's finding the, finding yeah, yeah, the time. Yeah. If we want to talk to movies, we can fill up in a, another 15 minutes or so about TV and video games. We're just breaking... Breaking the the fourth wall here. This, yeah, I like this to feel a podcast back. about yeah. <laughs> making podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you like to do is you like to talk about something that you know right at the beginning that nobody's really on because you just press record yeah. when your friends are just talking and then it's like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, oh, shit, hey, are you listener. recording this? God damn it! Damn. TV shows, video games. All right, all right. I'm watching Slings and Arrows, the okay. 2003 Paul Gross vehicle. <laughs> Post. <laughs> the word of the day is vehicle. Post due south. Post due south. Okay. Why? Yeah. Something's out there. Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of shows that I know. are being. It's kind of a strange choice. That are better for Paul Gross. <laughs> better Paul Gross. Shows I feel like you watch. could probably have more fun going back and watching Do South, and I know nothing about this show. Um, pretty much, you're right. It, like, <laughs> it's, like it's like an old purposes. favorite of Debbie's. So, okay. Like, like imagine if you were like your your fond memories of watching Frasier or something. This is like one that she watched from from that era. Right. So we just picked it up because it was in the library and whatever. Has she gone back to it before, or is she like well, like I've seen this multiple times, or is this like it existed in no her no childhood? no it's an existed in her childhood. And how do, how do, I just how does it hold up for her for the nostalgia factor? Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask her. Yeah, she yeah, hasn't yeah. really contributed that, that's that important. much. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fun. Like so, the idea is that Paul Gross is playing. Um, a, a former actor right. who went insane during the world's best performance of Hamlet. Okay. Not the world's best, but just, it's like it was insane. He was doing this incredible run, and then he just went nuts and gave up. A lot like Val Kilmer. A lot like Val Kilmer. And then his... <laughs> and BoJack Horseman. It's... Yeah, kind of. And then 20 years later, his the director, the artistic director of this festival, who was directing that his Hamlet, mm-hmm. dies. Okay. And he asks him to come back 
and and like take over his job directing the festival because the festival has lost its artistic vision. Right. So Paul Gross's character is kind of fucking crazy, and then he shows up. His friend is dead. He's all of a sudden made the artistic director of this theater company, and then he's he's now forced to direct Hamlet. Hamlet, and then he starts having the visions of the dead director who is. You know, so like his character is a flip on Hamlet mm-hmm. at the same time as he's directing Hamlet at the same time as whatever. Your description makes me want to watch Hamlet too. Well, it, <laughs> is that <laughs> which about was a amazing, pig? huh? Is that about a pig? You no, know, you, you never saw Hamlet too. No. Oh my god, <laughs> it's with uh, uh, Stephen Zahn. No, Seagal. No, <laughs> I want to see Hamlet too with Stephen Seagal. No, it, it's with Steve Zahn and Stephen Seagal. <laughs> Hamlet two is amazing, you guys. Like, we need to watch Steven this. Steven Weber from Wings. Hamlet 2 starring... Steve Jobs. Steve Coogan. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> Look at... There there he is. Steve Coogan. You know Steve Coogan from 24-Hour Party People? I guess. Anyway, so it's just like... It he, was irrelevant to the point. <laughs> no, but the point of Hamlet 2 is he's I like... I think what's going on is Keith really doesn't want to hear about slings and arrows. No, 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 but he's like... He really a, wants to talk about It's a guy Steve who's Coogan. like a washed yeah. up... He's a washed up actor who then uh-huh. like goes to like try to rediscover rediscover his like art, even though he had no talent really, and then uh-huh. ends up in a high school and then decides to direct Hamlet 2, the musical. <laughs> like, and he just like completely derails everything. But like up until the point where I guess he's, I don't know, doing, being Paul Gross... A lot of that sounded like Hamlet, so, too. Well, here's the weird thing. The, the main character being out of his element, but sort of in it at the same time, and seeing the ghost of his dead dad is basically the same thing as Deuce South. Yeah, right. Right? And that was pretty much talk to his dead dad all the time. And it's so fucking weird. Anyway, whatever. It has some funny moments. I'm like three episodes in. Kind of fun. Does, he, like does he talk to like a dead mentor in Men With Brooms? I think he might. No, his mentor is right there with him. But doesn't he team. die? You can't just say that without a spoiler warning. From I'm, a movie I am of very like 20 sorry. years ago. I'm very sorry, all our listeners, that Keith is a Men With Brooms dick. I like, like, literally, I feel all our listeners are all like, hey, did the guy die? Or what's Men With Brooms? <laughs> like, yeah. And I feel that if you haven't watched it in 2017. Unsubscribe to this podcast, because... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we don't want your... <laughs> Did you not even see that movie like multiple times in theaters? I know many people who love that It's movie. a good movie. It was it's a, good, yeah, it's it was a lot funny. of fun. Yeah. I know people who are this close to getting Men with Broom tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Men with Brooms is, it's a great Canadian comedy about curling. And like brash Canadian boys curling Isn't against Isn't it like an men. all-stars Canadian comedian list from really the period? Paul Gross. No. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Doesn't Dan Aykroyd show up? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, it's a ragtag group of dudes. We're all going to watch it. We'll put it on the list next week. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so Slings and Arrows. How many seasons did it run? Three. Wow. Yeah, and I think, I'm not sure how many episodes, but it's like 10, 12 episodes per season. So, Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of this. Weird. Yeah. I am going back to a thing from my childhood, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is Robotech. So, Robotech is on Netflix, all 85 episodes. And I realized, uh, before I even like embarked into the quest of rewatching all of Robotech, that I had, n- to my knowledge, never watched Masters, uh, the mm-hmm. one in the middle. Like, uh, Southern Cross, I think, was the original mm-hmm. name of it. Yeah. And I had not actually watched all of Invid. I've watched all of Macross start to finish like a couple times. Like, both as a kid, uh, like, with my brother, then with Ronan later on and stuff. So, I was, like, so I'm very familiar with the Macross stuff. Like, literally no idea what the heck happens 
in Southern Cross, and then I kind of remember Scott Bernard and the Invid and stuff. I pretty much only watched Macross Plus. That's a very different thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, Macross, maybe like five episodes of the main Macross. Really? Like, yeah. You never even gone back to Robotech? Even like uh, five, five or six episodes. So, that's it. but it's, I, it's long. Yep. It's worth it. Yeah. Mostly, like so far. Okay. So there's a few things. But that uh, again, just to cut Keith off here, like my favorite form of science fiction is Fighter Pilot Squad. Mm-hmm. Like Wing Commander is my favorite stuff. It's great. Uh, Robotech is like proto wing commander mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. alien invasion fighter pilots are fighting the fight against all odds in space it's like my I can read any trash fiction about that the the X-Wing game the Rogue Squadron stuff all of that like and you love Top Robotech. Gun Top Gun <laughs> okay, yeah I love Top Gun yeah but yeah so that's it so the thing about like Robotech at least the Macross saga has like a super super nostalgic uh, like has like right on my right on my finger button mm-hmm. for nostalgia because I mean like I said I, I remember like super fond uh, when I was like maybe my brother was in high school so I would have been either ten or eleven mm-hmm. and just, like my brother is six years older than me so he was like sixteen and seventeen and that was like he would watch Robotech with me so that was like sweet like because like your 16 year old brother has nothing to do with you when you're 10 totally you know but like we would watch robotech then he also ran uh <laughs> he ran the robotech rpg for me and like i got to play with his friends like which was also a huge deal like hanging out with high school kids playing the robotech rpg that's a bad game it's, it's a terrible game i mean you like you roll d20s and a lot of dice a bunch which i mean is like you roll a lot of dice <laughs> it's one of those palladium games oh yeah, yeah exactly i played a lot of that percentile for skill and d20s for attacks and then a lot of I, them. I played in a game where I played one of, of the scout classes from one of those, and another yeah. person played a Glitter Boy who had a Glitter Boy. Yeah, Rifts. Yeah, that's in Rifts. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, so, so Robotech super, super, yeah. super nostalgic. And I'm like, <laughs> watching it, like, it mostly holds up. <laughs> like, it, like there's there's some really dumb filler episodes. I mean, Giant Tuna Fish, like, is a that, weird... The, the first ten episodes are a slog. You're kind of waiting for space fighting. A lot. Like, it's thir- the Macross, I think, runs 36 episodes, and then it's 25 and 26 or something for the other two series. It's actually not all that bad in terms of length. Like, some crazy enemies go yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. or 200 episodes oh, in. Man. Full metal. Right. I keep yeah. meaning to watch that. I just... I watched the first 10 episodes over and over again, then I give up. Mm-hmm. So the the crazy part, so I was like, I was then <coughs> reading up on Robotech and like, and how it happened and like, and why it happened, right? Because, so in order to sell it to syndication, you needed 85 episodes. Yep. Hmm. So that's why, uh, what's his name? Carl. That's, that's Carl. why Southern Cross makes no sense because it's not a Robotech. No, none show. of them are. Yeah. Like they're all three of them are totally unrelated. Them yeah. Like all three of them are not even the same series, right? They just like they ch- ch- chop chop up animation from like other series and then kind of splice them in and then like alter the dialogue and they make one of the characters in Southern Cross just being like, "Oh, this is Max and Miria's kid." And like they just kind of like That's put, why he's got green hair. Yeah, then they put a they put a like a through line like where they're looking for Admiral Rick Hunter, but there's no animation of Admiral Rick Hunter, so it's just dialogue and stuff. So they they, they wrote this weird thing, and it was like, if people are like, was it was this the like, it's so important that how it brought anime to North America, but by like completely butchering the source material to mash it up into this thing. You think it was it was Robotech? It wasn't Astro Boy. I remember that way before. Astro Boy and stuff. I think made uh, like headway, huh. but uh, like Astro 19- Boy and oh, Captain Arlock. 
something like that? No, no. Fucking Wachowski mm. brother movie. Uh, oh, a Speed Racer. Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Yeah, right. I'm not saying no anime came to North America, but yeah. certainly <laughs> ni- 1985, 1985 was pretty early for like anime stuff. And the it fact was, that it, it was, was probably the first epic anime. And really? also the only one. Because the other stuff was like Smash Certainly up. the only yeah. one that I remember having toys. Like, nor, like stateside toys being like readily available for mm-hmm. like Robotech. The other thing too is that Robotech, when it, when it did its run, was like it ran straight. Right? It was like all 80. Like the whole entire thing ran in like four months. Like, really? From like episode one to like, and the invid are done. Like, just ran five days a week straight in its that's, initial run. That's, that's your age difference between you and me. Because for me, it was Saturday mornings at 5.30. But then it got changed up. That was the initial run. Mm-hmm. I looked it up, man. I was just reading That was up. where I saw it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it got, it got syndicated. That was the whole point, to sell it into syndication. But you had to air it once. So to get it into syndication, they just blasted through there's, it. There's no way. Like, I'm... There's no way you watched it Saturday night. Because I must have been watching it 84, 85. No, I watched, Saturday morning, I watched it later. We watched it all on tapes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I watched, it, I watched it somewhere in syndication on TV. And then the video store had it all on tapes. And we rented it all. That is a lot of tapes. Yeah, it's a lot of tapes. So, but yeah, exactly. The, hang on, hang on, hang on. Two episodes of tape kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. No, I think it was maybe four. I think it might have been four episodes. <clears throat> I but have it on DVD, and that's a lot of DVDs. But yeah, so hold on, hold on. The big question here is: this is it worth it? Like is so it, far, it, like what you're describing, all the elements you're putting together there are, are describing a like Franken anime concoction. That so, the original release, sorry, yeah. March fourth to June twenty eighth, nineteen eighty five. That was the original release of all eighty five episodes. Hmm. They just ran it like straight on the f- for whatever the first run syndication was, whatever on some bullshit yeah. channel probably. For, for me, it was on. Crackadon Saturday mornings. Yeah, yeah, and I remember that with uh, it must have been Neon Riders. Also, I think was around that time, something like that. Is that know. true? It was uh, like a bunch of horse, space horse riders, Neon Cowboy, uh, Galaxy Rangers. Galaxy Rangers. <laughs> You're in my forte now. You're in my wheelhouse. Yeah, but I did say Space Cowboy. I was really <laughs> off with the the title. And yeah, it was like Texas Rangers and like and yeah, exactly. Space. Then I was like yeah, space, yeah. and then when they had like glitter. Cowboy hat helmets. Anyway, one, yeah. one of them did. One of them did. All do. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into Silverhawks and Humanoids. Yeah. But it was just such a. Be sure to check out my ongoing series. <laughs> Cartoon fights. Yeah, no, Macross, it like. I mean, like, I watch it while I'm working out. I'm not, like, sitting down being yeah. like, here yeah. is time for Robotech. Me and Min May. Yeah. And the Macross series is there. Like, there's a, some stuff is so smart. <laughs> like, the Scott's absolute favorite scene with the anti gravity propulsion oh, God. things. As the, f- <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. So you big it's, spoiler it's like the, like big, the second episode. Warning. If you can watch it, watch it. So I'm gonna get into a little, episode, a, little, a little spoiler. So they, this giant spaceship crashes to Earth. Yeah. And humans investigate it, steal the technology, rebuild the spaceship, like retrofit it kind yeah. of thing. Like. And they're like, today is the day where we're gonna launch it. And on that day, an alien invasion happens where the ancient enemies of this race that crashed the spaceship. Mm-hmm come to claim it. They want to capture that spaceship. So the humans are all like, shit, no, this is our planet. We're going to fight you. Let's fire up the giant spaceship. And mm-hmm. It's the first time they're doing it, and they turn on all the anti-gravity engines. And it rips the planet to pieces? <laughs> no, it just, they all just rip right through the, the ship. And just like float <laughs> up, just float float up, up and away. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, everyone on the ship is like, 
Fuck. They're like, oh crap, teleport. Like to not like, like they fold out to basically Pluto because <laughs> yeah. they're like, so we don't, we can't just crash. We have no way to like breach orbit anymore or anything. Like it's the funniest thing. Yeah, it's, it's like so perfect. Stuff like that is super smart, like sci-fi, whatever. And then other parts are just like written by idiots. Like it's just it's so. Every, their their obsession with the power of J-pop. Yeah, but that's a Macross thing. That's not that's not a Robotech thing because it's the, Robotech. The first thirty. It's it's Macross. Yeah, it's Ma- and but it's in Macross too. Macross two. Yep. Has Macross plus, plus, is plus. All singing. Uh, yeah. Like there's there was another one. There's a new one that came out that I haven't watched yet. That is also like the the thing Macross as a series is giant transforming robots, ace pilots, singing. J-pop stars. <laughs> like that is like a piece of the puzzle to whoever's in charge of oh, Macross. It's the first two rules of anime as I was explained as a teenager. The amount of damage taken from a fall is inversely proportional to the amount of flips done while falling. Right. Minmei's a bitch. It's uh. <laughs> the first two rules of anime. <laughs> and, like, I was, I was 15 when this was explained to me, and it's never been wrong. Minmei is the worst. She's yeah, yeah, no. It, it just, the, Minmei. She saves the entire human race yeah. and is still the worst. And you know what? You know what I also realized? That scene would be so much cooler if the song was better. Like, the visuals in that scene, like, I remember hating it as a kid because of the song. Right? So basically, if you don't know, I mean, I guess I don't. spoilers to 30-some-odd years ago, just go watch Robotech. It's on Netflix if you're at all interested. Uh, is that the Zentradi, having no capacity to really process or understand human emotion, like trip out when they hear J-pop music singing and see humans kissing. They're huh. like gross and like throws them off just enough that a small force has like a chance. So the power of love. Kind of saves the day more like again. the power of feeling awkward around love. <laughs> <laughs> like it's no, but some of them are won over. The spies are totally won over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The spies are won over, and even and even like towards the end, like I'm I'm towards Mirror the end off. of the series, but like Azonia and Chiron are still fighting the humans, but they're like pretty tainted. Like they're like drinking and kind of flirting and all that stuff. Like they all go nuts. Like everybody goes bananas in that in this thing. But anyway, so did, but you, ever, did you ever meet Hymus' friend Chiron? Yes, dude. Purple. Yeah, that's what I got. The purple, the color purple. That's what came out when I was thinking of Chiron. You love that that show so damn much. He took that name. Yeah. Of all the characters, why? He's like the worst. Chiron is a weird dude. He played the flute. Was that yep. him? Yeah. Anyway, so but so long story short, uh, in when their their biggest space battle is where they fight the the armada, like the Zentradi armada. And then they realize that they have this kind of, like, secret weapon in the form of J-pop. Mm-hmm. And then they have Minmei singing, like, on the bridge of the SDF-1 with, like, space battle going on around her. And she's, like, dancing and there's, like, lights and there's, like, explode, like the explosions and everything from the ship. And I was like, this is, like, super cool, except that the music is garbage. Like, right. think, think in terms of, like, uh, like, the diva from Final Fantasy. Not Final Fantasy. <laughs> From Fifth Eternal. Element. There we go. There we I go. was like, I almost said Eternal Sunshine of the Element. Yep. <laughs> Favorite mashup movie of all time. But yes. Weird, weird movie. Yeah, exactly. If it was like Fifth Element music playing while Min May was doing that, you'd be like, this is so cool. Or like, I thought the music from Macross Plus was not terrible. Well, it's more modern. Yeah, more exactly. Modern, like, this yeah. is like 1980s pop k-pop garbage yeah. like it's made for a cartoon garbage yeah, yeah, yeah it's real bad but i was like but just like the it's visuals like, it's not even as good as cold slither like it's bad yeah so no robotech super fun and also just like, so weird that it was like like i said just like this weird like mashed up franken show but that ended up like at least the macro series i think kind of like and that's what i'm really interested to see is to see how the others 
without that nostalgia. F- I was just going to say, this is like, is this the power of nostalgia? Because earlier in this episode, you described the most perfect like nucleus for generating <laughs> nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. Um, it's good. It's good. Like GI Joe is good. Where most of the episodes are good. There's yeah. there's a, like there's like a pretty well animated space battle almost every episode. Like so, like at the very least, there wasn't Again, a lot of reused footage because I feel like there was a. There's lot not of... that much. Like I was like really huh. watching for it. like absolutely there is some, but yeah. like compared to like compared to Transformers, it's like a fraction of the animation that gets recycled from yeah. Transformers. Like and that that Battlestar Galactica vibe is in that show. There's like a. The desperation, desperate survivor yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Going through it, and that's it. They have like they, they accidentally end up with like a town of like fifty thousand humans all on the warship mm-hmm. when they're out in space. It's it's fun. And like politics happen. Like really, Battlestar Galactica. Like there's a mayor of the city who's like, yeah. Like the, they kind of have to deal with the mayor, and then they also then they when they when they come back to Earth, they have to deal with where they resettle the humans, and then the Earth government is like. Because of what the humans on the ship know about how dire, like, the galactic, like, threat of the Zentradi are, they're like, yeah, they're not really allowed off the ship and mingling with the rest of the population. The rest of the population thinks we have this under control, so keep them on the ship. And everyone's like, what? They're like, but we're back. We're back on Earth. They're like, nope. nope. Everybody on the ship was declared dead, and we're going to keep it that way. And they're like, what? Like, so they have to, like, basically keep this, like, city's worth of people. Like, stuff like that civilians is, Civilians like, and families and shit. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, That's stuff, horrible. Stuff like that, but it's super cool as, yep. like, story devices. Like, parts of it are so neat. Also, just, like, stuff that's kind of cool is, like... Uh, there's like an interracial couple in 1985 in a, in a cartoon, which is kind of weird. Crazy sacrifices. Like, if you transform now, you will destroy part of the city. Yep. Transform now. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, pe- main characters dying is like a thing that happens. Hmm. Like, like, I guess, again, who cares? Spoilers. Like, Roy Foker still never gets shot down. Anyway, <laughs> Roy Foker never gets shot down. He's like the super ace of the thing, but right. then and goes to dinner and is like kind of like lightheaded and stuff. And it turns out that some bullets like went through the siding and like got him in the back. And he just like stands up and collapses dead. Hmm. And you're like, what? <laughs> like just like out of nowhere, like no warning or anything. What happened? Was it that they uh, did they actually want to write him out or was the actor? No, no, no. Not it's like it's, 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 that's as it happened in Macross. Huh. Like it's like, and it, and it's like it's such a cool knowing how that that Roy dies yeah. is so cool because there's like the thing where the mechanics are uh, like refitting the spaceship and they come up and they realize that there's holes ripped through the back of the pilot seat and they're like, look at this. They're like, what? <laughs> and then it cuts to Roy just having a conversation with his lady and then he just stands up and dies and you're like, no, <laughs> and you're like, that's a bummer. <laughs> Robot- Robotech's good, and it's not—it's yeah. not a a marathon to get through it. Hmm. It's, it, it's gone pretty fast. Like I said, thirty—I'm yeah. thirty-two, thirty-three episodes in, and it's like I haven't been like this is garbage. Like the beginning, the, stre- the opening stretch, first <coughs> parts of the first ten episodes are are kind of a slog to get through because mm-hmm. there's like before Rick joins the academy, there's like there's like there's like two or three episodes of just Minmay and Rick just hanging out, and that is too much. But then I realized that that could have been like. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and by Friday he's like training. You know, <laughs> like just, they're so toxic. <laughs> that's a toxic relationship. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like a, a complete like thirty some odd episodes of unrequited love, where like even in like by episode, like it's like him. Like <laughs> we're talking a lot about Robotech. This is the Robotech episode, uh-huh. you guys. <laughs> I feel that either yeah we've either lost our listeners by now <laughs> or they're really into it. <laughs> so yeah, so he's like he has the much more like. Um, 
sustainable relationship forming with Lisa. But he's like, he tells Lisa to her face, being like, I love Minmay. I will always love Minmay. We absolutely can't be together. So I'm with you. And you're like, oh. Wow. Like, he's like, it's just, it's not going to work. Like, between me and Minmay. Like, <laughs> you're just like, weird. And it's like, to have that coming and going, like, the unrequited love, like, he's super into her. She's super into being a bitch. Like, <laughs> it's like, again, like, just for what it does, I think some very mature themes that were going on and like, what it was at least marketed as a kid's show, even though it was just, like, hmm. smashed up. Although, one thing that I'm looking forward to, uh, I mean, I guess we'll, like, circle back in two weeks when I watch, if I make it through Southern Cross, is that apparently the ending of the original Masters series uh, in the original Southern Cross anime, they just all, like, every human just becomes a plant and there's no survivors. <laughs> like that's the, Wasn't Evangelion kind of like that? Doesn't everybody like ascend or blow up or something at the end? It's like all of humanity disappears. Kind and, of. I mean, like yeah. that's like, but there's like an enlightenment sort of theme. Uh, theme. Yeah. Like this is like people a- just become aliens plants. turn everybody into plants, and then the series is over. <laughs> like, like that's apparently the original ending. I'd be like, man, imagine watching that anime. You're what like, a bummer. What a fucking bummer. <laughs> 25 episodes, <laughs> like an entire season of television. And you're like, and it's all the struggle of like the yeah. humans fighting the aliens and all that stuff. And you're like, yeah, aliens yeah. win. Everyone's a plant. <laughs> the end. Uh, yep. Movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, John, we've not ranked Alien. You watched Alien. It was a fucking masterpiece. Right? Way better than I, was, than you, I had you remembered. You were pooing it. Two I was, ago. and I well, not poo pooing it, but just like not not being as glowing about it yeah. as I am now. But having like I I actually bought a Blu-ray quadri- quadrilogies. Okay, ta- I was like, you could so add, so I could I've, see them all. I bought Blu-ray of the first two. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was kind of the winning. The decision. quadrilogy was, I think, like four dollars <laughs> less than the cost of the two separate. Okay, so, you know, so, you just... so I actually saved money to, anyway, <laughs> to own three and four <laughs> on Blu-ray. And Blu-ray. But if you're gonna give those out. Of, like a Keithmas kind of thing. No, I'm gonna rewatch do it, man. Not, do not give me. I, I'm totally willing four, to give him another shot. Four is bad. Four, four is the only movie I saw in theaters ever where I wanted my money back. Think about the basketball scene, and then think about how they reprised the basketball scene in the Catwoman movie. Yeah. No, there's a scene in four where Ripley has sex with a bunch of aliens. Yep, sure does. They can't. <laughs> then, they make, then they make a weird alien baby, and it, like, is the worst. <laughs> like, you're like, there's like a, there's like an opportunity for like a weird hybrid thing, and then it just looks like this, the worst. Yep. Like, I was like, like legitimately watching the movie. I was like, this movie maybe couldn't redeem itself, but I was like, could at least have a moment if this alien baby is like, what the hell? Like afterwards, and yeah. it was what the hell, but in like the wrong way. You're just like. Meh. And then the the only major thing that I really remember and explosive Rick, decompression no, but that, and the cast oh, man God. like it, the cast is amazing like Ron Perlman and like Winona Ryder and you're just sort of like everybody's okay and a, and a super superhuman Ripley you're just like this is gonna be great why did you watch Alien Four recently yeah I, I sort of remember it the the swimming scene was all right where they Can go you through explain the really to me. Uh, oh I definitely won't be able to uh the, when Winona Ryder. He's trying to drink a beer wearing boxing gloves? Is that like a thing that I imagined? Or is that like a thing that happened? Like she like tries to like hold the beer between like two yeah, boxing yeah. gloves and is like... I'm going to have to report back on that one. <laughs> uh, okay. back, back to Alien. Back, to, back Alien, to Alien. The good okay, one. Okay, so I watched the director's cut, 
which actually was a little bit longer. <laughs> so many more scenes of leaking, dripping inside. Yeah, and slow walking <laughs> from one location <laughs> to another. That's a really cool vent scene, though, between uh, Tom Skerritt and... Yeah. Yeah, was that not in the that original? Was not no. in the, huh. It's like so really good, though. Yeah. That's a really good scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I was blown away. I thought it, it carried intensity much stronger than I expected it to. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of remember it being like like seventies, super slow paced, whatever. And I was yeah, like, yeah. much. I was expecting to be much less riveted than I was. Mm-hmm. The quality of the sets is just un, un- fucking believable. It doesn't look like the seventies at all. Well, th- there's some bits. The computers really did not age well. There's th- there's a scene where she goes when they go into mother in the like the womb kind of thing. Yeah, and, yeah. Like all of the walls are just racks of rectangular unlabeled lights that blink on and off. Like <laughs> what the fuck is going on? But just the the, <laughs> the age old question of why is everything wet <laughs> <laughs> all the time? Like yeah. the opening sequence when they're going up to I guess like the core or whatever. Yeah. Like like there's like the big camera and it's just like, this big huge like tower with just like rain like pouring down. You're like we're in a spaceship. Yep. And you're like okay, <laughs> I guess. I mean I like it's, it's 1977 leak. and I guess we don't know how space works. But yeah. like <laughs> apparently moisture is real important to metal in the future. Uh, well, I, I get, it's cold outside and everyone's inside breathing. I guess. I I think and this is this is headcanon. I believe that it's because whatever they were mining had to be cooled and it was like the moisture from the cooling yeah. system. Yeah, that was kind of cuz cuz it's like a huge ship with a very small living area, right? Like yeah. that's the whole yeah. That's the well, whole thing. it's like 20 million tons of ore are being processed, and there's seven people on board. Yeah, they're exactly. just in a tiny control. And center. like, and you see the whole entire living area, yeah. like in the movie. Before we get any further, I did a little bit of research on Alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read the original scripts. No Ooh. shit, man. And the most fascinating thing about the original script was the first page, where none of the characters were identified by gender. Huh. So it was just like it was just like and, characters. And there's a note saying. Could be either. Don't care. <laughs> Neat. Wow. Right? Well, then the actors brought a lot more to those fucking scenes than... Fucking Ellen Ripley, possibly the greatest <laughs> female action superstar character. Yeah. Was not... Was I think her, the name in the, the script was Max. Think about how dumb that character would have been <clears throat> if it was a guy. It would have been like the machismo stereotype, un, like unrecognizable. I don't know. I don't think... I don't think... They would have made him like a action hero. Like I don't think that character is meant to be an action. I think it would have been much, much less iconic. But yeah, I don't think I, it would have yeah, suddenly yeah. been like they're like, well, we're not going to cast uh, Sigourney Weaver. We've decided to go with Schwarzenegger. Steven, Steven Seagal, right? Think yeah. of how shitty that movie would have been <laughs> with Steven Seagal as as Ellen Ripley. He just he just does some judo or something yeah. to the alien. Yeah, and just like takes him down. So, yeah, so super tense. Yeah, super dark. Like. I was talking again with Eric. He was saying that he's like people. He was talking with his parents about Alien recently, mm-hmm. and he was like, "People were terrified." He's like, "Cause that was what Jaws was seventy five, mm-hmm. and he's like, and then and Plains is what seventy seven, and then Alien is seventy seven, I think. Okay. And he's like, and then he's like, because everybody was like, those two movies were just like kick you in the mouth, like compared to everything that had come before them in like different ways, but like." Yeah. Well, he, think think about like the final half hour of the movie where there's like a number of scenes where it's just like straight strobe light, yeah. blaring synth. Yeah. She's fucking running around, steam, everything is soaking wet, and then everything just gets worse and worse and worse and ramps up. It must yep. have been like fucking high tension to to people who are going to movies and seeing stuff like 2001: A Space Odyssey that'll have like a ten minute scene of a close yep. up of a guy's eye, very slow paced. That's what people probably expected. 
when they got, went to see Alien and they got fucking Geiger yeah. penis heads and fucking like <laughs> soaking wet everything. And is like, a- Alien has the the mouth going right up to her, right? Like yeah, the, the internal mouth. Uh, no, that's yeah. Alien. That's, alien. <laughs> that's okay. Aliens. It, it it does show that it has the double mouth, but okay. it doesn't get that close to her. It's got the chestburster scene. Yeah, yep. the chestburster yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. Is John so comes fucking out of nowhere. Amazing. Yep, and it, it's such a great like left turn of like you're like especially if you just like imagine like watching it like because like, up until that point it's kind of building almost like a space odyssey. Yeah, right. Like it's like they super slow find the ship, find the thing. There's like the little the first face hugger, and they're like, okay, let's slow is things. He dead? Let's slow things down again. Then you're like. And then you're yeah. like, now hold on, everybody. Like, and what's great is right at that moment, they could have decided that's the movie. The movie is going to be the alien fucking rampaging on these people, and one by one they're going to die, and that's going to be the end of it. But they don't. They add the whole other layer of it being the corporation setting everything up, tr- tricking them by putting an android on board, yeah. having him tr- betray everybody, and then do the thing. So like that whole extra layer is fucking mature. Yeah. You didn't have to do that, and it's fucking 1977. Yeah. Like, and you get a cast: Tom Skerritt, yep, Ian Holm, John Hurt. Sigourney Weaver, Yafet Kato, like just wonderful, fucking tip top yep. cast. And then, and this ties into what we were talking about though. Was that like nobody seems interested in like the big time directors don't do straight horror yep. nowadays. They'll do thrillers and stuff, but like whereas like we had we had Spielberg who did Jaws, we had Kubrick who did The Shining, we had Ridley Scott who did Alien. Like those are like A plus directors from that era being like. Here's some straight horror, and I am a master artist, like, performing mm. this task. Spielberg had done it next would, to nothing before then. Doesn't matter. First film could still be horror, and it was a master class. Like, it is, like you're not, not necessarily established. Isn't but that like, kind of a thing? Don't a lot of directors get their start yeah, doing sure. like schlocky horror? Did, and yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, a lot yeah. of people have started off with horror, but I was like, I don't remember. I don't think you get masters doing horror anymore. The, the only one was Scorsese doing Shutter Island, and that, that, we, that we thought, of, and that, and it was kind of a thriller. It didn't, yeah. didn't really work for me anyway. But. That's it. I was like, where's, where's and it wasn't made to scare the pants off you. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Well, Not the way Alien or yeah. That's it. But, was, but, but like, and modern horror for the most part doesn't breach into does the, like horror directors don't become master directors like later on. You know, like hmm. the, I mean, I guess I guess, and even Nolan like Memento yeah. was a thriller. Like, Memento's not a horror movie. No, it's, it's a thriller. Like that's it. Like, there's a lot of like suspense and stuff. I think I think John Carpenter gets a lot of respect. Probably, but he's a horror not as guy. Mainstream. Yeah, but he's just a horror guy. Like yeah. that's like he's pretty much all guy. he does. And to the point where he like does it himself. Like, what do you mean? There's a certain point in his career where he self finances. Mm. He just gives up on the studio system. He's just like, I can't, can't do what yeah. I'm doing with you there. Yeah, and that's early. That's like post thing. Hmm. Like yeah, early eighties. Like I want to see Christopher Nolan. West Craven. Do horror. I want to see Christopher Nolan do horror. Right. West yeah. Craven. Yeah. Kind of guy. Does, yeah. does his own thing. Yeah. West Craven's dead though. You guys. He was like an artiste. He was like yeah. John Carpenter. He thought it was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was. Art. He was trying to do something with horror. Like instead of just being like, I'm trying to scare you. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, introduced meta to yeah. horror. Yeah. Like, yeah. No yeah, one yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> John and I. But John and I, I mean Scott and I, watched a movie together on Saturday. Yep. This is and this, and I I'm like excited to try to rank it in a few minutes. It's going to be a tough one to rank. We watched Interstellar five 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 five, which technically is a movie, <laughs> right? 
It is. It was released as a feature. Okay. Has like, is an hour. Is there any dialogue, or does it just play the songs over just it? Just the songs. Just the songs, but it's still like an animated film. Sure. Right? And it it tells there's oh. there's a straight narrative. It's yeah, not even a crazy narrative. Yeah, there's a narrative. Like each song goes into th- each and whatever. Uh-huh. And yeah, no, it's super. Have you have you watched it yeah. recently? Yeah, not recently, but yeah. ten years ago, whatever yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Super fun, man. And like I was like that. It's one of those things that like I mean, if you don't know what it is, it's the Daft Punk, the animation studio behind Captain, what's him call it, <laughs> Captain Haddock. Harlock. 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 Harlock yeah. What was the other one that they did? Galaxy Express 999. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of it's like... A f- French? Or yeah, a, no, Japanese. Japanese, too. Japanese but like too. Japanese and France, I feel. I feel there's yeah, something... there's some connection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I know that it's Japanese people, whatever, yeah. but there is some sort of a France connection somehow, yeah. possibly in the distribution. Uh, did decided that after Discovery came out for Daft Punk that they were like, instead of just making like a music video, let's make a music video for your entire album. And, and it's, it's the duration of the whole album, yeah? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It's every single song plays. And in t- order. In order. And and somehow the music goes with the story, mm-hmm. which is, like, very weird to, like, I don't even understand how you would write that, you know? <laughs> like, like, it, it, there's like, it's like a weird feat of, like, creativity that just, like, smushed together to make this happen, where you're like, <laughs> was the... Like, I don't know, was the animation studio get, like, pulled in, uh, like, during recording, like, to think about it? What? Did, it, did, it did they, they didn't come out at the exact same time, did they? I don't think so. I think uh, Interstellar came out, like, a year later or something. Maybe. Yeah. But it's still very, like, it's still shocking how at how well the music goes with the narrative, considering that it doesn't seem that, like, like, like to me, I always at least had the impression that the animation studio came in and was like, let's make animation based on this album and then you're like to tell to tell a story using music that was never intended to tell a story that's like a like a feat yeah super cool that's like a creative task do do you have so the the production company is toei who is like one of the big players in anime yep um it was animated in japan and france Hmm. so there were french animators Mm -hmm. uh produced by daft punk Mm -hmm. with toei and what was the release on it? It was released at Cannes, May eighteenth, two thousand three. So that's after Discovery. Discovery, I think, came out two thousand one or two thousand two. And Discovery is loaded. <laughs> came out two years earlier in okay. two thousand one. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. that's that is so most likely. Was an after the fact kind they of. They got situation. the album and then started an animation. Yeah. We should make an anime about this. Yeah, exactly. I can't even imagine if you're just sort of like you're like listen to a collection of songs that were not intended on being a concept album and then just basically being like and it tells the story about an intergalactic space band. Do you want to rank it? Are, are we there? Because I guess we could. We we're, we're are, are close to ranking. I got. Unless I got one more movie that I saw and okay. I want to put it on the list. I saw Underworld Blood Wars. But, was we were, we're like, this list the is too top-loaded. I think loaded. it's the fifth one. This, <laughs> I think we're like, too, much, too many good movies on this list. Gotta, the, o- yeah. the only thing I remember from the first one is, is like vampires, werewolves, and Kate Beckinsale's ass. Is that still a thing? Oh, and the elder vampire going, abomination. Which is oh, my favorite. Yeah. Abomination. Which is my favorite quote to do to people that have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, man, this movie is bad. Yeah. Ooh. How bad? There were. This is the... F- fourth Kate Beckinsale movie and there's one that didn't have her in it that was set way back in time 
It is... Wait, so it's a period oh. piece? No, it's the, the newest one with Kate Beckinsale. So, okay. Man, it is so bad. It is a lot of Game of Thrones characters in it. The guy who plays Tywin Lannister and the guy who plays Edmure Tully huh. are, are both in it, and they are shitty. Uh, are they shitty actors, or are they like in shitty roles? They're doing in shitty, shitty roles with shitty directors, doing right. shitty things. <laughs> and blue filter over the whole movie, mm-hmm. and just garbage ideas, and so many flashbacks, which was oddly appropriate, considering how much of the other movies I blocked out. <laughs> but a terrible thing to put into a movie that you want people to watch. That's like a bummer, because I was kind of excited for it like i remember watching the i remember seeing the commercials and was like i have like fun memories of the underworld movies like we're watching them they were fun yeah Yeah. we watched them all i think at your place on sherbrooke like or we watched several of them with you and chris yeah like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just like you were just sort of like yeah vampires and werewolves and werewolves running on the ceiling thank you like that's it (laughs) and as long as you're having fun with it it's okay yeah that the first one has like a fun action movie charm to it yeah uh, the second one was kind of a s- real step down. The flashback one wasn't awful. There was a fourth one. I don't know what it was about. <laughs> I I saw it, and the recaps in the fifth one kind of helped me put the pieces together to to link them. But this one was a trash fire. Like I would just, if I were to make this was a sci-fi movie, like Sci-Fi Network, S Y F Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were to make an underworld film. I would just do this. I'd be like, hey, guys, put on some eye makeup, wear some leather, wailing guitars, slow motion, and then two hours of that. <laughs> and I was like, and I think that that would just be like, everyone would be like, yay, Underworld. Like, I don't think, like, like the way you're saying it, if there's flashbacks and, like, intricate plots, I'd be like, wrong. <laughs> you're like, you made a mistake thinking that we care about your meta story, Underworld. Like, you know, you know it what was it was like? like I don't know, it was man. Like, they... It was like the Blade TV series. Wow. Like you're just like oh you're trying you're trying so hard and you're you have no idea what you're doing yeah hang on hang on hang on and Before, it stars it stars Kate Beckinsale like she is back for this movie well, as I mean, a back star for, like, it's kind of her thing isn't it yeah <laughs> that's it I don't think she has a Hollywood career anymore it's just this like, yeah. I think she got to a point where she's just like oh my god I did White Out I buried that movie. I did Van Helsing, and everyone hates that movie. I did yeah. too many. And now I'm, no one's calling me anymore, so yeah, I'll do another so, Underworld. Underworld came out in 2003. Underworld Evolution came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. Underworld Rise of the Lycans. That's the flashback one. That's <laughs> came out in 2009. Underworld Awakening came out in 2012. So they're every three years. Then mm-hmm. they took a five-year hiatus to bring out Underworld Blood Wars. And, and it's bad. It's a bad movie. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying is I don't think that in like late 2016, early 2017, it, it oh my God, you guys, it tripled its money. <laughs> it had a budget of 35 million and made 82. Like, that means there's going to be another this one. This is why you make Underworld <laughs> movies. But, oh my God. Yeah. So that's one. It doesn't Kate look like Do not ride. <laughs> I want to know how the original must have been a smash. Like a the hit. original must have been a smash. Uh, crazy. It was super 20, fun. 22 million and made 90, 96 million. So like not That's it. Yeah. It just they've just been I feel that this is that's Mem- the, Okay, hold on. Remember that was pre-Vampires getting back to being cool. And in fact, it might have even been one of the earlier movies in that wave, right? Yeah. Because it and Blade. Yeah, it and Blade. Yeah. Yeah, 2 was 45 million and it made 113. There's yeah. never, I fell asleep in that movie in the theater. Has there really? has there been in an unprofitable theater. underworld? 
Three was 35 and made 91. These are like bankable. Three was watchable. It's not yeah. awful. Let's see four. Hang on. Four, <laughs> which if you were remembering is Awakening. It was shot in 3D. It was directed by Mans Marland and Bjornstein. This one made $160 million and Awakening? had a budget of 70 On a budget of what? 70 On a budget of 70 Oh, okay. my God. That is... Makes bank! <laughs> I can't believe it. it is, ooh, wow. So that's why. Uh, coming soon, Underworld 6. Yep. <laughs> like, Shit, for they're sure. the vampire Fast and the Furious. They're the <laughs> no, the no, 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 no. But Fast and the Furious just gets better and better. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. They, they just keep adding they, members. They to the know cast. what they're about. Exactly. Yeah. Did you see Seven? No. Seven is great. Did you? Oh, is it on Netflix yet? I don't know. Seven? All I know is that the eighth one is coming out, and it's called The Fate of the Furious. Get it? With the F eight. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Really? It shows that someone. It shows that there was a groupthink session. <laughs> That's what that shows. And then, and also, spoilers for eight. If you haven't seen the trailers, even though the movie's not out, if you thought that there were not was not enough Jason Statham, they recruit Jason Statham to the good guys because Dom goes rogue. Why would you do it, Dom? Right, but then more Jason Statham because you were like, the movies don't have enough Jason Statham. He was, he <laughs> was introduced family. as the ultimate anti-fast and the furious bad guy. Now he's a good guy and he's teaming up with the Rock to fight Dom. No, Dom, it's about family. Oh my god, those movies are so good. Okay. <laughs> Ranking. Mm-hmm. Alien. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, hang on. We, could, we take low, low-hanging fruit. Yep. Uh, Do the underworld. underworld. <laughs> All right. Uh, London has fallen. Where's that? Uh, London has fallen. Is presently ranked. I'm going all the way down to the bottom. London has fallen. Is just below Return to Newcomb High uh, and above Jason Bourne. It's above Jason? London yeah, has fallen. Is okay. just yeah. above Jason Bourne. And uh, Newcomb High, what's above Newcomb High? What's above Newcomb High? Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice. Hmm. Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice. Is, Is it being unforgivably bad <laughs> worse than telling a story in like a shitty, cheap way? Yeah. Above that is TMN2. TMNT2. It is way below TMNT2. Okay, so I, we're, are we in between Batman and Superman? Uh, that's the the fight there. I'm Is not it above, sure. or be- above or below Batman v Superman? <sighs> Only you can be the judge, Scott. Yeah, yeah. The, the production values in Batman Superman far surpass Blood Wars. Right, there's a lot of stuff that happens in Blood Wars. And you're looking at it, and you're like, "This is garbage made for TV." But now, Underworld Blood Wars, you at least know who the good guys and bad guys are, and they're trying to kill each other for a good reason. So it was better Hold on. Than I just, I just want to say it again. Their moms were had the same name, and that's how they get along. Somebody it's told so me that. Yes. It's the fucking worst. Martha, what do you say? Let's hug it out. What? <laughs> Doomsday's here. <laughs> what? <sighs> yeah, no, this going yeah. above fucking Batman versus. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> movie is bad. Uh, Interstellar. <clears throat> oh, this is as a soundtrack. It's tops yeah, of the top. Like, like I definitely. Like listening to that, and I would definitely enjoyed watching it, but it's definitely not something I would want to go back to. You know, like maybe you should go back to it. Should I? I, I honestly think you should definitely rewatch it. But like okay. that's it. Is like how do you rank that as a film? Yeah, because uh, it's it, a great story. Because it is good and it has a good story. Um, Ex Machina. I was looking at um, maybe I was thinking below Evil Dead. 
Because the Interstellar doesn't really cross into movie so much as it's like experience. No, absolutely not. I disagree with you completely. It's totally I, a movie. I don't think it, that's with Moana. Where's Moana? Right underneath Evil Dead. Hmm. Like that's the the kind of zone I'm looking at. Like although I I I do see it as better than X Men Apocalypse. You're, you're putting it in Crush Groove territory, which is not. You think it should totally be higher insane. though? It's better than Crush Groove. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, no, I, I had it above Crush Groove. It's better than Moana. But I don't. Is it? It's not better than Lost World. Like is that. What What's above Evil Dead? Rubber and Star Trek Beyond. Hmm. We're in that zone. I feel because like above that you're getting Harry Potter, Jurassic World. Yeah. Like, that's where people, things start being good movies. And I'm, not, and I'm not trying to diminish anything from Interstellar. I'm just saying that it's like, to me, it's much more of like, it's, cin- it's look, a cinematic experience. Think, think about Rubber. It's in like an experimental cinematic yeah. film it's zone. It's com- oddly comparable. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Rubber also I, has a great soundtrack. I would, yeah. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would put it above Evil Dead. If I had to sit down and watch another one, one of them again. An original? Man, I would put it below Rubber also. Now, I haven't seen it in years. But I, I think that's that is I, I, I could be persuaded to correct. go above rubber. So between rubber and Evil Dead, yes. Alien. So I know where I stand. <laughs> I would. Uh, I like I said. I put it above Alien personally. Well, we just gotta look. Where is Aliens? Aliens, Aliens is, is the eighth best eight. film of all time. So I am gonna start off the bidding, <laughs> just below John Wick and above Back to the Future. Just below John Wick. Way high. Well, that's only two spots higher than Aliens. And like, what I, are I, those two spots? Uh, Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters. Oh. It's tough. It's like really that's, hard. That's where you're at right now. So, moving up from Aliens, we have Ghostbusters. I would watch Alien before, and I consider it to be a better film. Um, no be, question. It might be below Jurassic Park. Above Jurassic Park? It might be below Jurassic Park. It might be. It was in the 70s. That's another one, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. but is there, does Jurassic Park, is like, or does Jurassic Park know what to do with Velociraptors if there's no alien movie? I don't, I don't think so, man. Because, like, so much of the Velociraptors comes from Alien and Aliens. Like, so much of what makes them scary, like, like, like crawling around and in the vents and all that stuff, like... Jurassic Park is a lot of wonderful things, but part of it is like a targeted at a younger audience. Yep. And I I don't know why that it's would not, make me think not. that it would be worth less, but it definitely is less of a movie. It's definitely is less of a movie. Let, I don't know let, if I can say. I that. just want to throw in here. Yeah. So much of the tension is darkness. And that's that's cool, but it's also very cheap. I don't think it's as much as you remember it, honestly. Yeah. Like you can see stuff in almost every frame. Like it is, it is a dark film, but it's not like every single blackness. every single frame where the full alien was shown was cut from that movie. Hmm. Every single frame where the full alien was shown, yeah, but was cut because that's a great that's a great direction. Yeah, because it would have spoiled the illusion, <clears throat> and it would have been like that's a man in a rubber and, penis suit. But, and in but fact, it's, that, it's a more mature that, way to handle it than fucking um, Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park, where you end up getting to see everything. I'd rather Which, not. But that's the majesty of it. That's well, the best part of Jurassic. That, Park. That's why it's an, like an action adventure film, whereas this is a horror film. Yeah, and both it's of them blur. are making the right choice for their genre. Yeah, exactly. I would, like I said, I would, I would say original Alien has much more to do with pure horror than it does as like creature feature horror. Of course, of course, because, sure, yeah. for sure, but. And like Jurassic Park is creature feature horror. Production value has a lot to do with a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have Brick as the third best movie. <laughs> <of all time. laughs> 
but it had it had what it needed. Yeah, and and that's what I think. I think that Alien has what it needed. Back, like, Back to the Future is up there too, and that's that's a huge Back to the Future without production value is a garbage movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So bouncing, so we're bouncing around Jurassic Park, Back to the Future. Yeah. I I would intend, I would say it could go above Jurassic Park as well. <clears throat> and if I'm, and like if you think about sit, sitting down and like. I don't know. I would. I would ha- like totally watch like, it, it again. It's one of those things where if I'm, like, why I would, kind of put it above Back to the Future. Me is that if I'm like interested in showing, if someone is equally interested in like campy eighties time travel and horror film, and I had to choose between Alien or Back to the Future, and, like, and they're equally interested in both kind of like genres like they're like I, I have not seen both of these films i'm interested in seeing both of these films i would prioritize showing them alien that almost should be the definition of our of the list like what <laughs> like if someone is equally interested in both of those genres which one would you point them at yeah <clears throat> yeah i, I also think I, it, it should go above um i, uh, I alien is a wonderful it's way better than i remembered like every part of it was better than i remembered it, it's not better than back to the future it's not it's not the writing the ability to make comedy and science both make sense in a movie it's not better than Back to the Future it's just not I will trade you Empire Strikes Back lowering a spot (laughs) 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 to retain Alien underneath There, even even just character creation, Back to the Future is a masterpiece. You just like literally, Lord. Okay, Back to the Future has two cool characters, and you just like literally praised the entire cast of Alien. Yeah, to be acting, fair, they they only they only peak in Rick and Morty. <laughs> acting is great, but no, it, even even just pure villains. Biff is such a better movie villain than Hold on, than Biff is better than the yes. Alien. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Who would you rather meet in a dark alley, Biff or a xenomorph? <laughs> like, I'll take my chances with Biff. <laughs> sure you would. Sure you would. But once you beat the xenomorph, you're just like, man, that was fucked up. Listen. Biff sticks with you for life. Like, listen, he, the hoverboard is, can get me out of one on, situation, on. and it's Biff. A hoverboard is not going to do shit to a xenomorph. Does does like, it, doesn't Biff, Biff fuck his mom? What? In two. We're yeah. We're talking about two. Because <laughs> honestly, right, that's pretty right. serious. There's some okay. psychological okay, Let's bring threat. in the sequels here and judge it. <laughs> alien Babies. <laughs> <laughs> alien leads us to Alien Babies. Okay. 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 If you want to yeah, talk about how influential so I guess it was. So, so that's... So w- Sigourney Weaver has sex with aliens uh, and has a pink know. alien baby with a nose. I don't know. So Alien. alien I think it's a better movie than I, Back I to also, the Future. I, I, I it's feel not bad, better than Back to the Future. You guys are fucking... Crazy. Listen, man, it's two I against will, three. Guess what? Will, Fury Road went down, will, and it was because it was two against three. I will three. give you Ghostbusters. Eh, well, hurtfully. Listen, I had to suck it up. You got to suck it up, Scott. Oh man, you guys are wrong. You, you guys bullied me down. <laughs> you guys bullied me on Fury Road. It was. I do not believe Fury Road is the number two movie. So You're just saying that because you have a Fury Road tattoo <laughs> below the belt line. Mm-hmm. It's hard for you not to. I like to call my dick the doof warrior. Okay, hold on. Do we want to take a pause on this? I don't. I don't. I, I feel. I, I yeah. feel that uh, we could rank it, and then Scott could watch Alien, and then argue against it. That's what I did for Empire, and then we could revisit. All right. That is what happened with Empire. Yeah. And then you, then you guys maintained your thoughts, and then it stayed. Well, I'm not. Which I'm not saying is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> But that's uh, that's the nature of a three two against one vote. I mean, it does 
stop us from being deadlocked, but yeah, yeah, I, I think I think I like I wouldn't feel so confident about this except that I've seen Back to the Future this year also. Like I, they're both kind of fresh in my head, and I much prefer Alien. Huh. All right, <laughs> here it goes above Back to the Future, below John Wick. Scott, I'm expecting a thousand-word essay out of you as to why that is not the case. <laughs> Scott's starting to write it right now. In 1977, Ridley Scott <laughs> released. <laughs> so what do we got? Uh, that's that it. What? This yeah. has been the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. You're voting on Best of Montreal from Cult Montreal, and you're still listening. You should vote for us because we're amazing, and I don't think there's any other podcast as cool as ours that has 130 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly 130. There are some that have more. There are some that have less, but there are none at this moment. You are listening on some form of internet-capable device, (laughs) so you should go now. Go now. Cult MTL. Mm -hmm. Vote the best of Montreal. Mm -hmm. Promote a bunch of the stuff in the city that you like. Like us. I'm sure I will write one of those articles where I tell you how to vote. Because you need to vote a minimum of like 20 things or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I write a list of 20 things that you could vote as if you like need help. Obviously vote whatever you want. Yeah. But if you're like, I don't know about this, just vote for things that I like. Because, you know, I like them. I think it's a helpful guy. Also, internet points validate us. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.